Thank you for joining me at Hi Doc Sedang. I am your host, T. And today we are going to be diving into the first impression, my first impression of Keith Aki, Dear to Me, a 2023 Taiwanese BL 13 episodes long, 25 minutes per episode, starring Sukai and Taro. Lean. Now let's see what I thought about the first few episodes. Now we know that Taiwanese BLs bring it, don't they? Oh my gosh. We're going to pretend like History 5 never happened and we're just going to go with the other ones as a matter of fact, guys. Now, make our days count which if you haven't seen it, just don't watch the last episode. Please don't, don't do it. Um, our boys from that are in this. Yes, they've only made an appearance thus far because I'm about four episodes in and our leads from Make Our Day Count are there and they are complete bad boys. I am impressed by Taiwan for dipping their toes into the gangster category. They are a little late. I am not going to lie. They are a little late in their answer to Ken Porsche. I think that every BL seemed to, let me just say this. If they were smart, they would have given an answer to the Ken Porsche phenomenon. And Taiwan is taking their chance to do it now. I guess they figure, hey, it's a tried and worn out trope. Let's go ahead and do it since nobody else is doing it right now. So our leads who are Ru, Ri, and Yi. Zhonggi and Zori. Um, I am liking this so far. Nine times out of ten, you're watching it. If you're not watching it, I'm just going to kind of set the stage for you, not try to blow it too much. But I do kind of want to spill the tea on what I like about it. So again, this is kind of their wink and nod to the whole gangster genre. And so, Juru, he is a guy who is extremely mysterious, very good looking, got a mature look to him. And he is injured in an alley and he grasps onto the ankle of Jong-Yi one day. Jong-Yi is a uh, medical student. Or at least he says he wants to be a doctor. I don't know if he's still in high school or college. Well, let me just say this. He tells Jodi at one point that he's underage. And I'm like, boy, please quit playing. You're about seven feet tall. You're not underage. Nah, but anyway, he um, says he's underage. And I don't know if he means he's not out of high school yet. I think that's what it means. But um, Jodi wants to be a doctor. And it's pretty evident in the way that he takes Jody back to his struggle apartment and you know mends him up and the reason why I have a little bit of confusion about Jonggi and the way he's um, doing things is because he has his own place I mean I don't know if it's common for folks to send their high schoolers away to live on their own to go to school but you know I don't know if this is the beginning of college or what it is but you know he goes out of his way to kind of warn Jungri that he's you know under age 
and I hope they grow him up because okay that's not no so anyway um these two they spend a exorbitant amount of time together because um he's been stabbed judy and it takes a long time for a stab wound to heal and even while it's healing you have to watch it closely to ensure that it isn't infected and jungi does all of that he makes sure and he fusses over him you know not keeping it dry and he rebandages him and he makes sure that he has strawberry cake because he's got a sweet tooth you know so these two are absolutely on the fast pace not the fast pace but they're they are not going to be able to forget each other they're so close to each other po babies have like a twin bed and you know jungi lays on the floor for a while until you know jody invites him onto the bed and when he gets on that bed you know jody i love the way that taiwanese guys say baby it's like babe that is so cute. I think that's so cute. I don't know why it's so hard for them to say baby, but you know, anyway, we're gonna act like it's too hard just to say baby. But anyway, so one day Johnny wakes up and says Bobe and kisses him. And it's like throws Jongi all the way off course because Jongi is every much the virgin, I guess. And I guess Jody stole his first kiss. He slaps or punches Jody for it. And Jody is just really taken aback by his reaction. And he does come back later and apologize for doing that because after he had an opportunity to think about it, he didn't appreciate himself for doing it or something. So, you know, he he makes right on that after a while. And, you know, Jody, he's obviously involved in some gangster stuff. So he has to kind of leave and he leaves money with Jungi. And ends up showing up at his school as a substitute teacher for the rest of the year. Yes, he's got his glasses on and he looks all studious. And he already he was already very mysterious at Jungi's place because Jungi's doing his calculus homework and you know Jody's telling him how he did wrong on one of his problems. So you are a gangster who does calculus? Like what the heck? So you know that his his past is very mysterious and whatever he's got going on in the present. So um, Jody leaves and it, it kind of tailspins Jungi because Jungi is in love. With, I mean, I don't know that he's conscientious of his love, but he doesn't appreciate not seeing him again ever more. And he left him too much money and all this stuff. So um, they end up crossing paths because Jungi becomes his teacher. And I don't know, y'all, but um, yeah, I'm just going to leave it right there. I, I do kind of like the trope of the teacher and, the, you know, whatever the student. Now, this is fantasy, guys. I don't know why the, the watchers sometimes get super, you know, super uh pious. And they're like, oh, this is wrong. We need to protest. And it's like, man, this is not real life, guys. You know, plus the student is always like, the bottom line is he is a gorgeous teacher. Everybody in the class is like, oh, my God, we love him. You could just tell everybody is just geeked that he's about to be their te their calculus teacher for the rest of the year. So then we have our beeline couple, which are both cut from the same cloth. They are both part of this little gangster crew, and they are somehow connected to Jordy. So um, they are orphans who have been taken in by um, the gangster leader and um the taller one is really protective of the younger shorter one and the shorter one always misinterprets his his affections 
as just pure hatred for him. When the younger is so in love with the taller one and the taller one loves the younger one too, you can just tell. And I'm really, I think I'm a little, a scooch more excited to see them get together simply because there's so much tension between them. And I just need to see the ice melt off the tall one because he looks like he is just going to be a puppy at the end of the day and i love seeing that and so you know we got our making our days count in there i do not know how these two are gonna factor in i don't know if they're gonna give us any you know love connection between these two because i don't know they did us so dirty on making our days count i just don't know if i don't know if i have the fortitude like what do you girls think are you guys gonna give them another chance after that like i'm not ready to cast them aside forevermore i'm not saying that and i know they're different characters i do realize that i just feel like man y'all kind of played us on it but anyway and then it looks like um the mafia boss it looks like he got a little something it looks like he got a man too so it looks like they're giving us possibly three couples to follow and the story is really nothing to write home about. I mean, you know, nobody's, you know, going up for Oscars anytime soon. But I think that um, Taiwanese actors really can bring it. Um, oh, my God. What's the name of the damn thing with Sam Lin, guys? I forgot the damn name of it. But can we get a season three of that? I've got to find the name. Hold on, guys. No, I didn't, y'all. How did I forget We Best Love? Is or we can we please look? Okay. Japan listens to Idok Sadong. It's obvious because if it wasn't, they would not have made made Taikan Yoko. If 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 they were not listening to me specifically, they would not have made that because they were about to lose me totally a whole section of drama watching i was about to be done with it so they were like you know what we are gonna give t what she wants and that's it this drama uh yeah we're gonna give her what she wants because we can't afford to lose her so taiwan i need you guys to um give me we best love season three please please i am begging who do I have to call to get that? I can speak a little Chinese, y'all, but not really. So can y'all please, just please, pretty please? Who who is not acting right? Who who does not want to come back? Is it Sam Lin? Is he too big for us now? I love Sam Lin, and I am so proud of him for being a pioneer about the whole... I mean, Sam Lin is a really good actor, and... You know, he was a mainstream actor. So he had a lot to lose by going over into the BL world and not uh, being accepted or doing a good job. Sam Lin, you did a fantastic job. And I know these people have lives outside of dramas and I get it. And please, I hope everybody is doing okay. And I hope that if they not, that they get better. Because we need you guys to come. I need that in my life. I'm not sure what you call these bls now as a whole but bls most of you guys listening to this podcast are bl 
fans, okay? But you might not be a BL fan who's been around for very long. You may not be aware that, I'll put it like this. Everybody has their career boost stage of, you know, where everything is good. I'm talking about from the BLs to the K-dramas in the mainstream to T. Whatever you watch, you love it. I mean, you just can't get enough. And it's like, it's information overload. And you don't know what's concentrated on first because everything looks good. All right, fine. Once you get past that and you move into your G status, you know, um, it's easy to forget that all drama, all dramas, career boost stage or not, used to be good like Cherry Mag, not Cherry Magic. Cherry Magic was good. I ain't gonna lie. That was good. That was good. But We Best Love used to be the BL standard, meaning what they were serving us in that drama. It used to be across the board from Taiwan to Taiwan to Japan to well, China never was in the game, but y'all get the point. Oh, yes, China was in the game, addicted. They did so they did so damn good on their drama. On that drama, they did so good. They had to ban it. That's how good it was. Oh my God. Seriously. We need I need We Best Love season three. Please. Taiwan BL actors tend to bring it like damn near like the japanese bl actors used to bring it y'all and when i'm talking about japanese bl actors used to bring it it's hard for me to describe it because it has become so sanitized that you would not believe how the japanese bls actors used to go in and it was standard so i am going to guess i guess i'm going to put a pin in there and say that where um kisaki dear to me is not really breaking any records or anything for storytelling they do have a really good opportunity that i hope they do not miss to bring us the romance expecting or let's just say requiring these dramas to bring it when it comes to the romance almost feels like something that's not allowed to say. Like when you get on these message boards and all these different places where you can comment around the internet, it seems like it's not okay for you to actually want the romances to bring it with the romance. Like I don't give a sh If the genre is romance. Can I please get rom- can I please have romance? If it's mystery, do all that over there. If it's suspense, do that over there. If it's a thriller, over there. Comedy over there. But can I get the romance? Whatever your lead tag is, just give me that. And I just need the life that maybe, maybe, just maybe, Kisa Key, dear to me, has a really good chance to serve us. Either way, I'm going to be on the lookout and continue to bring you the best dramas that I can find. And even those that don't quite make the mark, at the end of the day, we still sort of love them, don't we? Because some dramas, you love them for what they could be. 
I really hope this doesn't fall into that category. And it crosses over into a reality of being a drama that uh, I can never forget.